0: Hey there, welcome to Claim Your Freedom. I am your host Aziza Alawi. If you are listening, it means you led yourself to open up to a new you and transform without limitations. Your time has come to let that spiritual mindset grow and guide you to your ultimate freedom. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 16 of Claim Your Freedom. This is your host, Aziza Alawi. If you are a health professional, this is for you. We are discussing today the three self-care practices to help you achieve balance in your life. And when I talk balance, I talk work-life balance. So all of you who are working in healthcare. You are fulfilling a career path. You are doing what you love the most, caring for others and giving your time and expertise to make their lives easier and less traumatizing. That is so wonderful. I mean, you you chose this field because you believe it's your purpose and mission in life. And I honor your choice. You are a tremendous force for your society. And that's why you need to take care of yourself and create a happy life doing what you love. Yes, we know that health industry demands long working hours and schedules to the point that you believe you can't create a work-life balance with the enormous pressure it raises. But trust me, it's possible. Anything you want, you can achieve with clarity, focus, and action. Because the actual blockage that really prevents you from being happy and having this work-life balance is happening in your mind not in the workplace not at home it's because you focus on the negative side of the situation and have no idea how to manage your time emotions and feelings to make a change so of course the growing demand With the pandemic impact on the workforce doesn't make it easy for you to respond your job is solicited more and more more than you can afford believe me all you need is to set boundaries stay focused on what matters the most your health and happiness to prevent any suffering in your home life so today i will share with you these three tips okay, for maintaining the work-life balance, I mean, and enjoy what you do without burning out or triggering compassion fatigue. So when I talk about self-care practices, I mean the self-care practices in different areas of your life. But today, the three tips I'm going to give you will concern the physical area, the social area, and the spiritual area. Because these three areas of your life If you take care of them, they will create the balance you are looking for. So let's start with the first tip, which is the physical care. The physical care is very important. It's crucial because what you want to avoid is creating physical pain, physical stress. So how you can do that? You can have a routine, okay? You can have a routine in the way you sleep. The routine would be decide that by a certain moment you go to bed no matter what. No social media, no TV, no nothing. I go to bed a certain time. Let's see you go to bed by 10 or 10.30 so you can wake up on time rested and refreshed to start your day. You won't be dragging yourself the day after to work because you'll be so happy. You'll be so rested and relaxed after a good night's sleep that you would just say to yourself, oh my God, I'm ready to go to work and enjoy it. So physical care is important by exercising, okay? You can just go for a walk, even 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Let's see, your schedule is so busy, but maybe you can grab 15 minutes or 20 minutes when you're at work and just go and have a walk, This way, you really clear your mind from the stress that you went through during the morning or you decide with this routine to just walk half an hour, maybe three times a week, four times a week, whatever you can. When you come come back home, you just put your running shoes, change fast and go for a walk because when you walk, you let all the emotions go off. You are connected to your inner self. So when you walk, you look around you. You take off your focus from the stress of the day, from the suffering that you've seen all day. And you just focus on what's around you, nature, anything, the way the street looks like, the houses, the trees. You shift your attention to things that will bring you happiness. If you have a dog, you can take your dog out for for a walk. And this is a great Exercise. If not, if you are someone who wants to really go to the gym and exercise and and do really something intense, well then do it. You come back home, you put on your running shoes, you put on your change your clothes and you go to the gym and or you can go directly from work. So the habit you have to create maybe is to have your back ready in your trunk, your car trunk. So when, oh, I don't have my running shoes. Oh, I don't have this. Oh, I don't have my workout uh, outfit. Oh, no, it will be there in your car. And if you are too tired, then you come back home and you sit a moment alone. You rest, you relax. So you see, the other thing with physical care is the way you eat. So I am talking here about hygiene, about a way of having a routine that will make you feel healthy, the way you eat, your diet. You can organize yourself, okay, and schedule things ahead of time. Do your groceries ahead of time, once a week, so you don't have to rush and run and get things after work. You know that Friday evening or Saturday morning, I go for the groceries and I have my menu for the week and I know what I need and buy healthy food, a lot of vegetables, a lot of fruits, grains, things that will give you energy. So you see, it is important to understand that having practices, having routines and creating new habits is crucial because then you live healthy, you know, you eat healthy foods, you you get enough sleep, you exercise regularly and you avoid any addiction, any alcohol or anything like that. So you are practicing a good hygiene. It's great. It's fantastic. That will make you strong and happy. So when you go to work, you are free from any stress or overwhelm. And and you can take on what's happening at work without really building the negative emotions around it. So now let's go to the social self-care. What is social self-care? Social self-care is just to see your friends, be ready to be part of a community. You have to feel that you belong to a community, that you have friends that you can call and talk to. You know people you can call and say, let's go and exercise together. Let's have a walk together. Let's discuss something. Let's read a book and discuss it. You need to enjoy things with your friends because socialization is key to self-care. But most of the time, it's hard to make time for friends and you easily neglect your relationships when you're busy at work and and life goes by. But close connections are really important for your well-being. You need to make time for it. You need to work on your relationships. Well, it's different for each person, but you have to figure out what is your social need and build enough time for it. You need to have face-to-face time with your friends. You need to nurture your relationships. You need to have that time because it's important to feel you are belonging to a circle of friends, to a community. It's crucial that you make time to socialize. You can maybe just go to concert once in a while and, and meet people. Uh, you, can, you can really uh, go to uh, any kind of conferences to learn something new, to just see what people are doing. That's something that is really necessary because when, when you see other people, You see another side of life. And at the same time, when you are close to someone, you can talk about things that are bothering you. You can talk about your feelings and emotions. You can really express yourself and listen to a different way of interpreting and and perceiving life and work. But the thing is, when you're not doing all the time the same thing, when you are having a diversity in what you're doing, it opens up your heart, it opens up your mind, and it gives you this freedom to feel, oh my God, yes, I can work, I can be in, 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 a, in a difficult environment, taking care of people that are suffering, are very sick, even if I can't really help them the way I would love to, I could just give them my attention, care for them, because I just had fun with my friends. I just had this great moment socializing in in this gathering or going to a restaurant, eating something new, discovering something different, going for a walk, you know, together and sharing, sharing feelings, emotions. This is what about the social self-care. When you practice social self-care, you feel you are belonging to a community, to a group, to a circle of people that you can just look for when you need to talk to someone. When you need to understand things, to just have a different point of view around life, around balance or, you know, the work-home balance, see each person what they're doing, how they're organizing themselves get other ideas. And then you have the spiritual self-care. Spiritual self-care is a necessity because that's the self-care that connects you to yourself. It brings you back to discover yourself, to know who you are, to raise your awareness around how you feel, why you feel the way you do, what kind of thoughts happen in your mind what kind of thinking you are really repeating every day, and then decide what kind of thoughts you want to raise in your mind to feel happy and good. And you can do that by meditating. You can do meditation. Meditation is the best way to connect to your inner guidance, your intuition, your inner wisdom, because you are in silence, because you stop everything And you make the time to sit still with yourself and let go of any external stress. You detach from your environment. You are completely within. And you create all these ideas in your mind. You can have intentions. And when you do meditate every day, you connect to your creativity, your intuition. And creativity is so important in someone's life. That gives you the feeling that you went on an adventure. It makes really a great distance with what you go through at work. It makes you express yourself deeply and emotionally by connecting to your inner emotions, by connecting to whatever uplifts you and makes you happy. So once you gather all this good feeling, you feel free. You free your mind from anything that is making you stressed or overwhelmed. You unstuck yourself. You're not always thinking about work. You see things differently at work. You start taking the time to have lunch and not multitasking, having lunch and looking at emails or answering phone calls or doing something like that. You focus on your inner needs and that creates balance between your spirit and your body. And when you have that mind-body balance, of course, you will be able to sleep. You will be able to have time to do things you love because running out of time happens in the mind It's because your mind is so busy thinking about tasks that have to be done instead of staying present in what you're doing at that moment, focused. And once that task is finished, you go to the second task. But when you keep yourself busy doing many things at the same time, and sometimes you are maybe doing only one task. But because your mind is busy thinking about the other ones that follow, you become exhausted. And you are so exhausted that when you finish work, you just want to go home and go to sleep. You can't go to your kids' activities. You can't go to a movie with your husband or wife. You can't call your friends, meet them for a coffee. You can't not even sometimes watch TV. You are so exhausted that you can't even eat. So you don't prepare food for the family dinner to share together because that's the moment where you have time to sit quietly, eat and have fun with your family and share what happened during the day and laugh about things and ask your kids what they did at school, what happened, what are they learning? So life-work balance is up to you, no matter how busy you are at work, no matter how many hours you spend at work, you need to stop and think of yourself and take care of yourself. Once you take care of yourself and you are happy and you are good, then you are good for your customers, for your patients at the same time, because then it's not a burden anymore. You are happy that you take care of them. You are happy to help them. You are happy to ease their pain because that's what you love to do. You just unlock the power to be who you are born to be. So self-care is a must. And these three practices, the physical self-care, the social self-care, and the spiritual self-care, I would add in the spiritual self-care is mental self-care, so emotional self-care, me, I put them there. You take the time to stop and see how you are, how you're doing. What kind of emotions do you experience and feelings do you have? What kind of thoughts are happening in your mind? And you adjust. You adjust all that because you are connected to the source. You are connected to your inner self. You know exactly what you want. You know exactly what makes you happy and fulfilled. And then by having all this self-care... And focusing on yourself, you create that work-home balance. You create balance in your life. You're not overwhelmed and stressed and running all the time. You become calm. You feel serene. You feel on top of things. Because things can get hectic and you know that. They can get hectic and out of control. And in a health career, balancing work and life is not easy. So if you practice these three self-care practices, if you make them a habit, if you make them a routine, then you make a huge difference in the way you live. You become happier and fulfilled. Because when you practice self-care, what you do is you develop better relationships with yourself, as well as the people you work with, as well as your family, your friends. You have a more positive attitude, and that reduces the stress level that you are going through. It improves your complete health. It improves your health. It increases your focus because you have clarity on what's good for you and what's not. Because you put boundaries, because you know exactly your limits. You are not Superman or Superwoman. You are a human being who needs to take care of yourself. A human being who needs time for yourself to disconnect from work, Connect to your inner self, to your life with your family and close friends and not only run and run and run and run from this to this to this. Yes, you have the choice to make this decision and to make this life balance yours. So go for it. Start slowly, build those habits slowly but surely. Schedule this routine and practice it. Practice it as much as you can until it becomes natural, normal. You put it on autopilot. You don't even have to think about it. You come back from work. You change. You go to the gym or you change. You go for a walk or you sit and relax for half hour or you meditate or you talk to a friend or you cook for the kids or you go to your kids activities. But you schedule this. And a schedule is very important. Is crucial scheduling, organizing. I think I talked about it in the previous episode. So you don't have to run three practices, three self-care practices that will save your life and create work-home balance. If you stayed until the end of this episode, it means you are ready and willing to claim your freedom. And I am truly happy for you. If you want also to have more of Aziza's Claim Your Freedom Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Your thoughts and feelings about this episode are meaningful to me, so I genuinely welcome you to leave an honest review. And if you want to, you can follow me on social media at Aziza Alawi. If you wish to connect with like-minded people, join my group of ambitious spiritual leaders. The information will be in the comment section. See you next week.